Hi, and welcome back to Just Ask the Question. I am your host, Brian Karam, and with me today is American politician, retired United States Army major, who ran for uh, for president and declared in my hometown a look louisville kentucky i can't even say my own town anymore uh you have to say it the right way richard is it lowell you can't say louisville it's gotta say lowell, lowell. So, <laughs> with this is richard now it's ojeda but I, as i told richard you know that's how he pronounces it but it's uh it is hispanic in origin and it i always grew up and it was ojeda so we're going to talk to richard when we get back and he'll join us at oh expand our consciousness on the wonderful subject of politics stick around we'll be right back In this modern age of misinformation and deceit, Just Ask the Questions newsletter cuts through the BS and gets to the truth. With Brian's in-depth articles, columns, and exclusive content not released anywhere else. Get the scoop and stay in the know. Sign up for the Just Ask the Question newsletter now at substack.com slash JATQ podcast. Hi, we are back. It is Just Ask the Question. I am your host, Brian Karam. With me now is Richard Ojeda. Richard, uh, I, I gave you that intro before we got started. You have had an interesting career. I guess I'm going to put it to you this way. Here's It's Just Ask the Question, so I'm going to just ask you the question. You going to run for president again? Uh, you know, it's I'm, I'm never going to say never when it comes to things like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, I would like to if I if I make the decision to do anything political over the next probably four years, it would probably be another congressional run. But in North Carolina instead of West Virginia. Right. Why is that? Well, you know, I ran in uh, 2018 for Congress in West Virginia and, you know, I, I really believe that after the teacher strike, you know, we were going to take that state back. And it was just absolutely, you know, when Donald Trump, you know, th those people just absolutely fell for him, hook, line and sinker. And I was actually winning. I was actually number one out of all 435 races in flipping red boats blue, but I still lost because Donald Trump come to West Virginia in the last month of the race twice and called me a stone cold crazy wacko and of course you know highlighted my opponent who by the way is going for her fourth term and has never once pushed and passed a single bill and brought any capabilities back to West Virginia she's been caught trying to take credit for the infrastructure stuff and of course they bust her out on that but uh yeah that's what hey, we're at. that's how you succeed in the GOP by the way Richard I mean you know Jim Jordan in 16 years has never introduced one piece of legislation yeah, yeah. we're ready to make this guy speaker yeah i mean i mean it, it amazes me how you know the republican party 
I mean, it's literally like, you know, nobody is paying any attention and doing any research whatsoever when it comes to candidates. You know, they let, they listen to a couple of candidates spew a couple of sound bites and they just run with that. I mean, that's the reason why people like Ted Cruz are staying, you know, and continues to win elections because he does these sound bites, which are cringeworthy to people like myself. But some of these people in their districts fall for that stuff. Well, you know? yeah, that's the and, and then he runs away to, you know, Mexico. But uh, yes, <laughs> but and then blames story, it on his daughter and blames yeah. it on his daughter. <laughs> But your story is 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 pretty interesting. I mean, you come from West Virginia. You've been pegged as a as a progressive uh, liberal, uh, and uh, but yet you're a union guy. Well, see, when I was growing up, being a union guy was part of that, that. If you're going to be a Democrat, you were a union guy. And by the way, no one crossed a picket line. You were not a scab because if you were, boy, there might be Done. a teeth missing the next morning. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I watched my family members on on the picket lines for years when I was growing up, the United Mine Workers of America. And, you know, one thing that, you know, we all learned is that, you know, don't you ever cross a picket line. And if somebody is going to come and travel all the way to your state to take your job, then they deserve an ass whipping in the process. And I hope yeah. I can say that, but that's just the way that it is. You know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I was uh, so honored to announce in uh, Louisville when I, you know, announced for my You say it well enough to be a native, by God, that's not too bad. Well, you know, you got to learn it when you're hanging out with the folks there, you know. That's and I'll right. Tell you, I, I love the place. I, I, I think that Louisville is one of those places that is absolutely amazing. And you have the Teamsters Union there with John Stovall. And I'll tell you right now, that guy right there is, he doesn't take a step back. And I have respect for that. You know, yeah. when you see these union leaders that you know, that you just absolutely know that if you push him, you're not going to push him very far and he's going to come back at you. And John Stovall is one of those guys. And I just love him dearly. But you talk about um, how MAGA took things over in West Virginia. Look, uh, in Louisville, my my uncle was the <laughs> he was a speaker of the House and then Senate Majority Leader back when they allowed Democrats in the state of Kentucky uh, then and then they got taken over by MAGA. Now they have elected a uh, Andy Bashir as governor. Great guy, great yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I knew his dad real well, and I knew him when he was a kid. But um, is with what's happening? You know, I we talk about MAGA taking over, but with what's happened in the speakers of the House race, the fact that Trump lost, you know, in in twenty twenty, it seems to me like we're seeing a a, a let it. I don't want to say the end of the Trump. Yeah, but yeah, it's like the end of the Trump era is coming. The last piece of government that they held on to was uh, the Speaker of the House. And, you know, and they have a majority in the GOP, but MAGA can't get their people elected even to run the GOP. So no, they're, they're, they're up in arms right now, you know, and I mean, goodness gracious, the whole Speaker thing, it's an absolute joke. It's an embarrassment. I mean, you know, the Republicans are in power. And they have one responsibility, and that is to name the Speaker of the House. And they can't even do that. And now, I mean, if you, look, if you look at the last couple of days, I mean, Jim Jordan ran, lost, ran again, lost even more votes. And then my, my power just flickered. It's, it's <laughs> you're, on my side. You're still but with uh, me. As long as I'm on, we're good. But, uh, but then... You know, since I thought maybe you were being visited, and I, I was uh, gonna wait and see who came on. <laughs> yeah, what, what 
<laughs> hey Richard, who is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep what, looking. What, but, what galaxy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, I know that you heard some of the uh tech the 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 voice messages that were left on the answering machines of some of the spouses. That was absolutely, I mean, we're talking about uh threatening uh uh failing them. And it Do failed. And yeah. it failed. Yeah, so the, yeah, that's I mean, my point. Do you think this is the beginning of the end for for the MAGA and the Trump wing well, of the Republican Party? Or well, here's the thing. Well, well, first off, understand that you know I'm just glad that that tactic didn't work. Yeah. Because had that tactic worked, that would become the tactic from here on out. It would always be threatened with violence, and then and then you'll win. But and see, they're I'm, not Donnie. That's the thing, right? I mean, they right. try. They're trying the Donald Trump playbook. But they're not Donnie. He's got that weird charisma. Nobody, you know, yeah, but those days are really coming to a screeching halt. I mean, right now, right now, I mean, you know, you you had Sidney Powell that has now rolled and is now turning state's evidence. You've right. got uh, Chesborough that did it today. Now it looks like that was a smart move for both of them to ask for the earliest of, of, of things because they're the ones that got the deal. The remaining, the remaining 16 other people, not counting Donald Trump, had better hope and pray they should be asking for the next court cases as soon as possible. Well, because I think they're going to be waiting for making deals. I think it the I think they're right. When they made these, this is how that, you know, when you're going to charge someone in, in that type in, in a RICO case, you're peeling away, you put them all together and then watch how quickly they all fall apart. And this and is that's what's what happening. Doing. Yeah, they're all signing up to get deals. And look, she made the first one that remember release the Kraken, Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> With what was the do the Dr. Pepper that she was drinking the one time? So you know, there, you've got Sydney Powell who's who made a deal. So she's got six, um, not felonies. She, she got six misdemeanors, and then Chesborough one felony. So if they're telling you make your deal now, folks, because the deals won't get better as the closer we get to trial. But exactly. and the thing that I think is really important about today is the fact that they made this deal so Donald Trump's um, attorneys don't get to see ahead of time what the case is against him. Had this gone to trial, it would have given them the chance to see in trial the evidence they had against Donald Trump. And that didn't happen today. They cut a deal instead. So Trump loses twice. Yeah. He's got friends that are going to flip on him and he doesn't know what's coming after him. Yeah, and and I don't think I think that the you know everybody thought and I hoped I actually hoped that Sidney Powell wouldn't get a deal. I wanted to see her fry because once again she was in our face with her cracking garbage. So I was disappointed when I heard that she got a plea deal and then it was six years of probation and a six thousand dollar fine. I mean I'm thinking you know goodness gracious I don't I don't ever want to see them ever having the ability to 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 practice law again because they're liars. Well, Chesborough can. Chesborough, it's automatic in New York under a felony. You lose your, uh, you lose your license. Uh, yeah, but he can move to another state and practice, right? Yeah, well, or yeah, yeah. they're well. Usually, I don't let felons, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, I don't, I don't think that he's going to ever be able to be the lawyer that he really wants to be—the big wealthy lawyer with the yachts and all that stuff. He'll never get there. But uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think that you know everything is coming to a screeching halt for Donald Trump. I mean, literally, you know, he, and, and he can't stop lying and he can't stop breaking the rules. 
you know, and the guy literally stands in front of the camera and tells everybody that I have to be here in New York for this trial case and I can't be in Iowa and, and New Hampshire. And then in four minutes later, as he turns around and walks, somebody says, you coming back tomorrow to the court case? And he goes, yeah. nah, we got a golf court tournament we're going to go to. I mean, if you if you're not smart enough now, to realize that like, Donald Trump is, do what? How do you like that, though? There is Donald Trump decrying how weak Joe Biden is. Yeah. Who has, by the way, visited two war zones. Yep. It, that's history. No yeah. president has gone yeah. to two active war zones. Look, and they're criticizing him for going to a war zone, and they've never been. Now, right. brother, I've been to a few, and I think it's impressive if you've been to one, much less two. And I don't care if you are the president. That took a hell of a lot of uh, challenge for the military to get him in and out of of Israel as well as they did with no yep. problems. And the same with Ukraine. Now he is a president. He's afforded a lot of security. That's still a great deal of planning. Yeah. And, and it's still a war zone. They can still drop a bomb oh. on your ass. Oh, an, active, you an active war zone. The, yeah. the most active. U.S. military protecting them. Yeah. Both yeah. times. I, I would tell you, exactly. And, and, you know, I remember it took two years for Donald Trump to finally visit a combat zone. And I think that's the only time that he did it was that one time. It took him three years to visit the Brady briefing room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think that, you know, I, I'm hoping that people are starting to wake up. I know that there's not a lot, there's a lot of people that are Trump loons that just refuse, you know, I mean, but but I'm, I'm really hoping to see some things that will, you know, like we talked about the, the threats uh, on the answering machines. You know, I'm glad that those did not be that, that those were not successful. You know, I'm I'm you know claiming that you you got you got cheated. I mean, are we going to see at the end of every single election, every Republican that runs for office that does not win, are we going to have to go through Carrie Lakes and Carrie Lakes like you know for the rest of our lives? I you know, I really not. hope that we can I, get. I, I can. I'm telling you, that'd be a tough room, man. You know, I wouldn't want that at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, you know, I'm. I'm. I'm wanting to see. You know, her get put in her place, and we are seeing people. You know, now we're sitting here watching Mike Lindell, who we've listened to for the last two, three years. I never years. bought his pillow, though. Oh, absolutely not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it for nothing in the world. But you know, he finally ran out of money. You know, and I and, and the thing about it is, is that I don't feel sorry for him because these are people that actively try to steal our democracy and install a dictatorship. And here's the thing. If you want to establish a dictatorship, I'm not for that. But good Lord, can you at least if you're going to make this a dictatorship, get a leader, not a Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, that's a, I mean, Donald Trump did nothing I keep well, seeing these people talking all this garbage about the things that Donald Trump did for them. But then when you ask him, well, name one thing that he did, they go, they're like, well, he did all kinds of good stuff. Like what? Like what? Well, I haven't. Yeah, that, that's that one's never answered. But listen, we're going to take a short break. And and, and I want to consider that coming out of the break. I want to ask you a little bit about how you came to those decisions. We're, we're, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Hey, Just Ask the Question podcast listeners. If you've got a second, head on over to Twitter and follow our official page, JATQ Podcast. That's JATQ Podcast. In this modern age of misinformation and deceit, 
Just Ask the Questions newsletter cuts through the BS and gets to the truth with Brian's in-depth articles, columns, and exclusive content not found anywhere else. Get the scoop and stay in the know. Sign up for the Just Ask the Question newsletter now at substack.com slash J-A-T-Q podcast. Hi, we are back. It is Just Ask the Question. I am your host, Brian Karen. With me is former Democratic presidential candidate, Richard Ojeda. And, and Richard, I'll never get used to pronouncing the last name that way. Forgive me. But that's, <laughs> forgive me, brother. But um, I, I do want to ask you, there you are. Uh, you live in the South. You were from West Virginia, born in Minnesota, yes? Yes. And how did you come to be a, a a a progressive democrat i mean it's got to be a fascinating story considering where you're your union guy is that how it all began well you know i tell people all the time and this is what i told them back in 2018 i said i'm a real democrat a real democrat who Which stands means? for uh, stands up for unions i mean you know if you don't have a seat at the table then you're on the menu so i stood with unions it was my speech to start of the teacher strike in 2018 so, you know, and, 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 you know, in terms of, you know, the, the stances for, for Democrats, I mean, you know, I don't think people should have to die because they're poor. I think that, you know, the filthy rich should, should have to pay their fair share like the, like the middle class has to do. You know, there's all kinds of issues like that. You know, I mean, I, it, it drives me crazy that, you know, with what we have right now in Washington, D.C., I mean, here we are in 2023. You know, when I was a when I was a young man, I can remember when they ran the first man out of the town of Williamson, West Virginia, who was diagnosed with AIDS. And Williamson, West Virginia is right there on the border of, with Belfry, Kentucky. Uh, and they had the man on the, it was the cover of Time magazine. You had a man on the top looking down at the city of Williamson and it said one man stands alone. And I remember that. And, you know, that was like back in, in, in 1980, you know, 1980, 1981. And here we are, you know, 40 years later, and we're now treating people that are in the LGBTQ community like, like, like it's like we went back in time. You know, I mean, you know, when are people well, going to allow people to look, look, I would rather you love than hate, period. Yeah. So if you're loving someone, I don't care who they are. I would rather you love someone than you hate someone. And, and, and you know, it, it's very really Christian hard. of you, but the Christians seem to forget that, don't they? And well, you're right. You know, and that's another thing, too. It really bothers me that so many of these people have chose to take up religion and act as if their, you know, stances are, are the way that it is. You know, I grew I grew up I grew up Catholic. You know, I, I I was raised to you know go to church every Sunday and catechism and stuff, and I learned all kinds of other stuff. You're an altar boy. I was an altar boy. You yeah, know, me I, too. I, I did that. You, know? you, me, and Joe Biden have that in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but I mean, you know, it 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 just it bothers me that today we have so much hatred, and it bothers me that they have tried to hijack religion, and you got these people now. You got these. people surround Donald Trump. You got these people that, that that are the ones that make the millions and millions of dollars. And it's as if they're like, well, Donald Trump was sent by God. 
No, he wasn't. He wasn't sent by God. Donald Trump is the most, he is the most racist, poorly educated, uh, absolute tantrum, you know, that we've ever seen. There has never been a president with with that, le le you know, least of an education, you know, I don't care what his what he's got on his wall. He is not a smart man at all. And he proves it every time he opens his mouth. And it just well, I've been me. I've stood next to him on a number of occasions, and you won't find me disagreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you you look at we look at these pastors. I hope you're not looking for an argument here, Richard. No, 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 saying. no. But 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 we look at these pastors out there, and all they do is yes. is spew hatred. So if that's your religion, then see they've hijacked it, and and that and that's one of the reasons why a lot of people think that I'm anti-religious. I'm not anti-religion. But if you're spewing that kind of garbage, I'm anti that. And that's well, a fact. If you were raised Catholic at some point in time, you know, as, as I was and you were, you remember, you know, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers, that you, you do, do unto, unto me. me. Yes. And that's one of the guiding principles that I grew up, you know, learning at, at, in faith. So to hear others claim that they're religious and embrace Donald Trump as you know a god-fearing religious righteous man i am again reminded of the bible particularly the part where you know jesus can pretend that you know, jesus won't come back but that it will be the devil pretending to be jesus that you have to worry about and that's what we have with donald trump i believe yeah i think so and i'm hoping that you know every day more and more people are waking up uh you know we i'll tell you, you this too that? that's the big question as we sit here in 2023, I mean, you've lived through it. And my God, you you know, bit, bit, you've lived right through the middle of it. I mean, I covered Trump rallies in West Virginia, several of them. Um, and they were, he always likes going, by the way, to West Virginia because he gets a good standing ovation uh, many times there. But watching that and seeing where we are now in 2023, do you have hope that we've passed it? I mean, we talked a little bit about it. You 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 live it, and yet you're a progressive and have managed to come through it. So where do you see us going in five or ten years? Do you believe that this is the end of the beginning of the end of the Trump era? I think I think the Trump era is the Trump era is coming to a screeching halt. I do believe that there's more people waking up, and at the end of the day, every single day, when more evidence starts to surface, when we finally get to see Sidney Powell and 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 Kenneth Chesbrough on a stand, and they're they're saying, "Yep, yeah, we did it. We had a conversation." I mean, understand that you know Sidney Powell and Chesbrough, I believe, were both in that private meeting in the Oval Office where they were snuck into the you know the White House. So I, well, I he think was that, the architect for the. You know, pushing. He was the architect for the denial of of the election by. Uh, well, and and the thing is, is they're going to have to admit to all their. And wrongdoing. they did, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I I believe that every day more and more people are waking up. Do you I think also that believe, Donald Trump will be on the ballot in twenty twenty? You know, I don't think so. I don't think so, and I don't See, think so because well, not. I believe that these cases before the I think that he's going to be disqualified before the actual primary. And I'm going to tell you this. I'll tell you, I really don't think that Donald Trump is really serious about actually putting in the work to win in 2024. Because here's the thing. Remember, he is going to a, a, a court case that he has no business of being at. He don't even have to be there. Now, he's blaming that and saying, I can't be in New Hampshire and, and Iowa because he's still trying to fleece 
his poorly educated flock. Well, he's you know? trying to influence right now the people that could take away his fortune in New York. So I believe the entire reason why he's in court right now is because he's trying to protect his financial interests for fear of losing it all in New York. Now, he does have other interests outside of New York, but I think it's obvious to me anyway that that guy's all about himself, right? And so yeah. right now he's in court just trying to protect his ass. Well, I, I think he's just, I think he's there because he, he doesn't want to go to Iowa. He doesn't oh, want well, to yeah. go to New Hampshire because the truth is, is that, you know, he don't really have a lot to say. You know, if you're talking about running for re-election, you know, if you have, you know, let's say in 2024, Joe Biden is going to have so many things that he gets to speak about. He gets to talk about the PACT Act, the CHIPS Act, the infrastructure, the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, capping insulin. He has all kinds of home runs that he has hit out of the park. What does Donald Trump have? I mean, I shut the government down and, uh, you know, I mean, what I, I, I tried to basically monetize COVID and make people buy hydrochloroquine while, 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 while people that followed Donald Trump died. The majority of people that died for COVID, I'm telling you right now, I bet you the majority of them that were, that were Trump, that were Trump supporters because they wasn't vaccinated because Donald Trump basically convinced them not to be. And I know a lot yeah, of that or that Bobby were, Kennedy Jr. You know, or, uh, yeah. Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah. That guy, that guy, that guy's garbage too. But I mean, at the end of the day, if that's the best, if that's the best that, that the other side has to offer, Oh my gosh, man. Well, I think for a variety of reasons, we won't see Donald Trump. I I've always said, I don't know. It's like, remember the old uh, Ed Sullivan show with the, the plate guy who was always spinning all the yeah. plates. There's all these plates spinning right now. I don't know which one's going to fall, but I just know that if you look at the tea leaves and there's 91 felony charges against him, he's 77, 78 years old, is not in the best of health. He had heart disease when he was the president, though he tried to tell us he could live to be 200. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, you know, I saw the report. We had uh, Sanjay Gupta looked at it. I was standing next to Sanjay, Dr. Gupta, and he looked at it. I I gave it to a cardiologist to look at, and it's the beginnings of heart disease. It doesn't get better as you get older. He's yeah. overweight. He doesn't work out. He drinks and eats poorly. I don't know if he's he's going to be around. That's why honestly, I'm like, much I'm less like... whether he'll be a candidate because of these 91 felony charges. So if that's the case, you and I both think that he won't be on the ticket. What do you see the GOP doing in 2024 if there is no Donald Trump? I mean, I think they're going to have a lot of, of catching up to do. Uh, I think that you're going to see people like uh, Ron DeSantis try to, and this is what Ron DeSantis is waiting on. He wants Donald Trump to get locked up and removed from the ability to run. So then he can come out there and campaign on, I'll defend Donald Trump. We'll get him. We'll, we'll pardon him if I get in there. So do you see him as the candidate if he if Trump isn't on the Look, look, I don't think none of them can win. I don't think they can beat Joe Biden. I think that Ron DeSantis got to run somebody. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that they'll they'll end up supporting Ron DeSantis because he's second. But once again, Ron DeSantis doesn't exactly when he gets in front of a microphone, it's he doesn't do himself any favors. No shit. I mean, he ever, he steps on his crank all the way. He mean, can't he, dress, he can't speak, and when you put him in public, he looks like maybe he was picked last for a kickball yeah. if he was picked well, at all. Well, but, you know, let me tell you something, and I'm going to say this, and I don't give two shits if anybody has a problem with this one. Uh, Ron DeSantis, look, look, there's nothing wrong with the military 
uh, JAG, the, the Judge Advocate Gen General. Right. Uh, that's the people, that's the lawyers in the military. There's nothing wrong with the lawyers in the military. They are amazing. They do great work. They take care of the soldiers, blah, blah, blah. But people like Ron DeSantis that were lawyers, they joined the military so that the military would pay off their, their, their law school and they owe two years after they, you know, join the military and and that's all they do is two years and then they pretty much pop out unless they do something like he was like a, he was a jag for two years i did not i i did not know yeah that. yeah and and i'll tell you right now you know he's already been busted out because first off he ran for office and and his video that he sent out made it look like he was a air like he was a, a jet fighter pilot i mean it was top gun music and all that shit he's never flown a damn jet in his life but that was he. That was that's how he run. And then he oh. recently got caught talking about when I was with the Navy SEALs. You better check yourself, though. You better pump your brakes, because just because you are in a room, and just because you have a friend that's a Navy SEAL, does not mean you are with the Navy SEALs. And he come out and said that bullshit, and he got destroyed because they come out and said, "Don't you dare try to act like you're part of us." That's Ron. That's what he does. And Ron DeSantis does things because they hope that they can say things and enough people on their side will fall for that garbage and won't remember or won't hear somebody correcting him, you know, a day later. Well, let me ask you this, man. I, I love talking this shit with you, but I got to ask you, what's a barbecue like in your neighborhood? Do you have friends that agree with you in West Virginia or, or North Carolina, or, or is it like a raucous affair where people come to blows. What's it like? Well, you know, uh, well, I mean, in West Virginia, remember, uh, I took a pipe to the back of the head and ate broken bones in my face with brass knuckles two days before I won my state Senate race. You so, look beautiful, by the way. You healed up nicely, but God yeah, damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, How long I mean, ago was that? Uh, 2000, 2016. Was it someone that you invited over to your house for a barbecue? No, I, it was, believe it or not, it was the guy that I've known literally almost my whole life. Uh, I went to a political event mm -hmm. where I was invited to show up there and just talk to the people in the neighborhood, well, talk to all the folks up the holler is where it was. And uh, all of a sudden I get a poke on my arm and I turn around and it's this guy. Now this guy, I've known him his whole life. He's been a, he was a loser his entire life. I mean, he was always doing stupid stuff, but his last name was like the strongest name in the county. So he would get in trouble and he never spent a night in jail ever. I'm talking DUIs, not even a night in jail. Uh, broke his uh, his girlfriend's back, didn't even get a night in jail. I mean, he threw, threw his child across the room on Christmas morning and was arrested with harm to the child. And he still never did a damn day. But uh, he said, hey, I need the bumper sticker. And I said, all right. So we walked over. I grabbed the bumper sticker. He walked up to his truck. He wiped off the back part there and said, put it right here. So I walked over. I got down and I made sure it was nice and level. And I put it on there. I stood up and I went to walk back. And he said, hey, man, can you put one on the front of my car too? So they can see me coming and going. And I didn't know that his plan was, was to get me to where I walked around the side where that nobody at the party could see me. And uh, he reached in the driver's side, grabbed the pipe. I didn't see this. I just kneeled down and was leveling up. And the next thing you know, I'm opening my eyes and there's a bunch of people saying, don't move the ambulances on the way. Apparently a guy walked around a corner and saw him strike me in the back of the head 
uh, with the pipe. And then I just seized up. He rolled me over and he just, you know, he broke both eye sockets, both nasal passages and four breaks on my jaw. Damn. Damn. Yep. They, they, but they knew. They knew that if I didn't die on that creek bank, I'd be the next state senator. And I won. And it was really messed up because the courthouse, the judge at the time, the prosecuting attorney, they were all dirty. Uh, the prosecuting attorney promised me because I said, I want this to go to court because I know that the people who who, you know, who who were not happy with me running, those were the ones that paid that asshole to die gonna do what he did. And I wanted to go to court and the prosecutor. Well, uh, well, the the rumor is 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 he told people fifty thousand, but uh, but the prosecuting attorney told me because I said no plea deal. We go to court because I know he was facing thirty years, and I knew that he would tell on everybody, and that's what I wanted. And then I was given a speech on the Senate floor, and my phone started buzzing. So as soon as I finished, I pulled up my phone, and it was thirteen channel thirteen news. It says, "What do you think of the plea deal?" They took a plea deal. That reduced wow. it from 30 years to five years, which is two and a half years good time. And and then, I mean, he, he didn't even do five months. And he did it in a nonviolent facility because, you know, even the judge that come down because we couldn't trust So have judge, you seen him since? Well, he's dead now. Oh. He's uh, he's dead. He's dead. But now, I was, you had nothing to do with it, and I had nothing to do with it. I, I, I'm in for what work, but I'm just denying it from the top right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he, he was like... He went like seven, like seven times. He was Narcan. You know, I oh, get messages Lord. all the time. Said he just overdosed. You know, uh, we'll see. And, and and it always he pulled through. And then finally one day, I, I somebody messaged me, and I messaged my cousin, and I said, "Did you hear about this?" He said, "Yeah, he's dead." I said, "You sure?" He says, "No, this is it's for real. He's dead now. He's dead." And you know what? You know, it sucked because you know the whole family when I got attacked, they took they took everything that was in his name out of his name. Mm. And I won $400,000 in court. I couldn't get a penny because he didn't own anything. Didn't have anything. You know, so, I, it, it cost me, you know, it almost cost me my life, man. I mean, eight broken with, bones in my face. With your political view. And I, it's because of your political views that led to that. Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you so know, the I, question is you've, you've paid a lot for your political beliefs. Yes. You, and on and local levels. By them. So yeah, yeah, you're right. The, the question I got to ask is, is it worth it? It is worth it because we have to fight for this. Look, I, I'm I'm sorry. I would, you know, sometimes I guess I can think, why can't I just look the other way? Why can't I just mind my own damn business? But you know what? I can't do that. When I see somebody saying something that's wrong, I got to question them. You know, I got a lot of friends that follow me on social media that have stopped following me because guess what? If you're on my page and you start posting garbage about how great Trump is, I'm going to check you. I'm not going to let you keep spewing that garbage because the truth is, is that all of us have to do everything in our power to wake these poorly educated people up because they could literally vote us into a dictatorship. And if we ever become a dictatorship and it's under somebody like Donald Trump, our, our lives are over. People like you and I will become the targets. And make no well, mistake about it. I've already it. been one myself. Like <laughs> well, look, look, let me tell you something. I don't have a problem going out like that. If that's the way it's got to be, but I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to roll over this, you know, and just give it away. I spent 24 years in the military and, you know, I'll tell you, you know, I, 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 I learned a lot over that time. You know, you learn a lot in the military. You see a lot of things. When you start to see, when you start to see corruption in the military, it starts to really bother you. And then you left. 
You know, I believe that the greatest country on the face of the earth is the United States of America, and we could kick anybody's ass. But you know what? I retired, and I went home. And I got home, and all I, did, all I tried to do was be a leader for my community. I started a nonprofit that sent 6,000 kids to school with new shoes. We served over 10,000 meals. We pulled over 1,000 tires out of the creeks. We did beautification events every weekend. You know, I started an ROTC program in all three of the high schools, and we were doing great. But I started looking around, and I'm like, we're the greatest country on the face of the earth, but why is one out of every three homes an abandoned, dilapidated structure that is rotting to the ground, a house that burned down 25 years ago, and it's still nothing but charred remains, and the people that live next to those places are prisoners because they can never sell their homes and get away, because if they do, they got to sell them for practically nothing. So I made the decision to call out the local county commissioner, and I said, you need to do your job, and he told me to continue picking up tires and trash and leave the leadership to them. And I was like, nah. And that's when I challenged him. And I went after a guy that basically ran my hometown with an iron fist for 30 years. And I beat him. So let me ask you, what is your advice? You've got young kids today who want to get involved. They look at everything as being tainted. That all, all, all reporters are you know, lying. All politicians are corrupt. The system itself is is a problem. What do you tell them about what they should do? Because you've stuck by your guns. What do you tell them? I, I tell people that the best thing that they can do is research everything. Confirm everything that you're Define told. Define research. It's got to be more than just going to the internet. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, well, you know, I mean, watch, read, read articles, Every anything you can get your hand on on certain topics, get as much as you can. Like right now, when we have all these people that are that are finding themselves in court, do everything in your power to make sure that you get to have an ear inside that courtroom. You know, I mean, it's important. It's like people like you, you know, you you find yourself in the room in many occasions when history is made because. History, when, you know, it, sometimes all it takes is a person to say something and that becomes history right there. Well, it's 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 being connected to people like you and listening to what you have to say. You know, it's, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I look and I see it's not hard to find when Fox News people start spewing their garbage. It's not hard to find that they're wrong. And all right. I'm saying is, 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 you know what, here's the deal. All I'm asking you to do is when you hear something on Fox News or Newsmax or OAN, Try a little bit, try just a little bit of, uh, give yourself a little time to try to research a little bit on that. Read some articles, do something like that, because, you know, it's, 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 it's absolute garbage, you know, I mean. And so the, the, the question I've always wanted to ask you is, um, what, growing up where you did, how you did, how did it make you that way? What, was there something, a defining moment in your life when you said, listen, man, uh, this isn't right, or I need to look at this in depth i mean what what was it that spurred you to be was it your parenting what was it that made you who you are today because that well, type of independence richard is not uh there are many people who do not have that ability and 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 once hit in the back of the head may not continue to talk as you do no well let me tell you i grew up i was very very small and i mean small i, I i'm telling you i graduated high school weighing 82 pounds and the reason why I always knew my weights is because I wrestled from junior high through high school. I wrestled. 
And I was always the lowest weight class. You know, it was, it's just, it's how it was. But I had to fist fight all of the time because I was small and bigger people, you know, they always look for the smallest people to try to do things. And I'm gonna tell you, I got in a lot of trouble. I busted a lot of heads with rocks. You know, that's just how it was. I joined the military because they told me that, you know, my family told me, they said, you can't make it. You're not going to make it in the military. And and especially you'll never become a paratrooper. And it was like one of those things where I just like, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I've always been that way. You know, if you look, it doesn't matter to me. You know, I don't care. When I was in Iraq, we set up a boxing ring and it didn't matter what your weight class was. I told in the company, I'm the only person that can be called out by anybody and I'll fight them. And I'm not trying to beat my chest or anything like that, but I grew up in an environment where if I didn't fight, then I was going to spend every friggin' lunchtime in a fucking, I'm sorry, in a, in a garbage can filled with friggin' tobacco spit. Brother, you don't yeah. have to fucking worry about a fucking thing if you want right, to fucking we're good. We're good. <laughs> and you know I'm what, fucking though? all in for that, but I find this story fascinating. Go for well, it. Well, you, you know, I mean, that, but that's it. And then, and then when I did become a paratrooper and, and everything that I did in the military, every time I would accomplish something, it was like, you know, I, I can, I, 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 it made me say, you know what, you, you're not just, you know, some little tiny, you know, you, you can get shit done. And it's just how it is. Did you know, you play, and, and, did, did you do anything other than um, wrestle? Did you play any sports? No, no. I, I re wrestling was the only sport. I know. I, I mean, I played baseball for, for, for five years and stuff like that. But I mean, I was never. Well, that's, a, that's, that's significant. What, what, yeah, but I was, I was a good, I was a good wrestler. I was a really good wrestler. I mean, I went, I went 27 and three one year. I mean, I was wow. a good wrestler. I got in the, you know, Jim top Jordan. Four. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you know, to me, it's just it's just one of those things. And and to so me, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't, I don't want to leave it for. Yeah, you you said you played baseball. What position? Uh, I was a I was a outfielder. Yeah, did you bat yeah. well? I, I played a little. It? I played a little second base, but I was an outfielder most of the time. Yeah, how how'd you like baseball? Did you like it or no? I mean, I mean, I liked it when I was younger. You know, I tell you what, to be honest with you, when I got as when I become an adult and started, you know, join the military we had softball teams every year, you yeah. know, th this company would play this company. And I'm going to tell you, it was, uh, it was a big deal. So, uh, yeah. And I love being an outfielder in, in, in softball, you know, cause that's where, that's where all the good hits go to. So yeah. you, know, you, you get the good catches and stuff like that. Well, you know, you're, I, the way you're built now, man, you, you were small leaving school, but the way you're built now, I'd, I'd put you on a football team. I, well, I, I mean, I don't see it. I think I, I have that body dysmorphia thing where I look in the mirror and I still see myself as tiny. And now I did play football for one year and that's all I cared about. I just wanted to hit people. Yeah, that's, uh, that was me too. What position did you play there? I was just on the kickoff. That's all. This is, I was in the seventh grade. No, no. I was in the ninth grade and in the ninth grade, I weighed, uh, I, I know you guys are going to think this is crazy. I weighed 52 pounds. Wow. That's I, yeah. wow. You were because yeah. 75 pound weight class was the lowest weight class they had. And I was, I wrestled 75 the entire time. <laughs> so what kind of music do you listen to growing up? Oh man. I, I, I like the old, I like the, you know, uh, ABC, uh, kiss, things like that. Quiet riot. That's what we listen to, but you know, eighties music. I, you know, I was in high school. I was a uh, senior in high school when, uh, Guns and Roses really come out with oh, Appetite wow. for Destruction. So, you know, that was some good stuff. Real good stuff. When I, when I was growing up, I guess, and I was a decade before you, I believe, but um, <laughs> we were listening to 
um, it was seventies music, but there was also Leonard Skinner and the Allman Brothers band. It was that Southern rock. Yeah. It was very southern popular rock, yeah. where I grew up. Yeah, that's real big where I'm at too. Real, real big. But I mean, you know, I uh, I enjoyed it. Now I I now my son goes to concerts constantly. Uh, but he and I only go to uh, epic concerts. So he and I went and we saw uh, Kiss, we saw Rush, we saw Iron Maiden, uh, we saw Metallica. Wow. Those are the bands that we go to. Other than that, I let him go. And what do you do now? I mean, all right, so when we're younger, you're wrestling, I'm playing football, and you know, you're staying active. Today, what do you do to stay active? And, and I, what do you do to get away from politics? Because as nutty as it is today... You've got to find a, a safe haven at some point in time and go, look, man, I just need five hours to relax. Well, you know, I, I tell you, uh, I love it being down here in North Carolina. We have so many more opportunities. Uh, I go to the gym seven days a week, and that is absolutely not negotiable for me. You know, and I and the, the reason why I do it seven days a week is because every once in a while something will happen and I can't go to the gym. You know, my daughter got right. married a couple of weeks ago, could not go to the gym that day. So, you know, to me, I How go every she? day. Huh? No. You, you, your daughter just got married? Yep. How old are your kids? My daughter's 24. My son is 27. And the new daughter is 30. Look. My new daughter, I found out over Ancestry.com. You, you found out you had a daughter from a previous... Yeah. romantic entanglement that yes you and, 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 and i'll be honest with you it was hilarious because i get a phone call from my cousin now what a lot and i and, and understand that ancestry.com wanted nothing to do with <laughs> my situation and the reason why they're like we don't want a bunch of people thinking that if they take this they're going to be getting calls from long lost kids <laughs> so ancestry.com wanted nothing to do with it but I got a phone call from my cousin. I would think that'd be a byproduct. Hey. I, I would think so. But I, I got a cousin from my cousin, Jamie. And Jamie had did Ancestry.com. And my cousin, Chris, had did Ancestry.com. And he gets a call from this young girl that says, you and Chris Ojeda showed up as my second cousins on my Ancestry.com. And she said, I've been trying to find my father my whole life. And, uh, and let me tell you, her mother was not a smart one. She was she was cute. She was fun, but she wasn't smart. So uh, you remember so, who the mom was. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, basically, I'm having this conversation. So then, me and my cousin, we decide, okay, we're going to blame it on our cousin, other cousin Damon, and we're going to basically say that he's her, her uh, she's his daughter. And we hung up, and it was funny. And we laughed a little bit, and then all of a sudden, I started thinking, you know, I, I, I you know, when somebody says something like that to you, you, you start to think, man, I. I kind of want to know a little bit more about that. So I called him back and I said, did she give you any details? And he said, yeah, she said her mother's name. And I was like, what is it? And he told me, and I was like, oh, I know who she is. I remember her. We used to run around together from time to time. And, uh, but you know, she, she's not a smart Sorry, woman. Sorry, I'm laughing, but. No, it's okay. She's not a smart woman. I mean, right now she's actually on the run from the law. So let that kick in. <laughs> but uh but basically when she finally I, I i called i said give me your number so i called her and i said uh you don't know me i said but there's a big possibility that i may be your father and she was like at first she was like really couldn't speak and i said wow. uh where do you live and lo and behold she lived not even 200 yards down from where i grew up and i had lived i only lived about 10 minutes from there when I, you know, at the time. So 
I jumped in my car and I went and I met her. And uh, I said, we're going to take the uh, the kit and we're going to do the test. And it come back. She's 100% my daughter. And, you know, I'll tell you right now, I love her dearly. She's beautiful. She's strong. She grew up very, very tough. Her mother was not in her life. Her mother dropped her off at her grandmother, and she never saw her mother again for eight years. Uh, you know, and I, I'm going to tell you, I'm very proud of my daughter. My daughter actually had so to how sacrifice. how long have you known her? I've only known her for two years now. And so but I'll tell you, you this. have a relationship. Oh, absolutely. I'm, 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 as soon as she finishes nursing school, I'm getting her down here to North Carolina. Uh, I love her dearly. She's beautiful. She's strong. You know, and let me tell you something. She had to sacrifice. She literally had to raise her own sister. She stripped so that she could make sure she kept food on the table for her little sister. You know, wow. and, and I'm telling you right now, she is a strong woman that don't need nobody, but she's got an amazing fiance and we love him dearly too. So uh, yeah, life is good. So your son, is he married? No, he's not. Uh, we got him down here. And he's actually living in our new house right now. And the reason for that's because my son is an OTA. So he does occupational therapy. And, you know, the travel therapy is where all the money's at. So we got He's got a job down here. And we told him, hold what you got, because, uh, you know, we want to wait. And then, you know, you know, I want I don't there's no reason for him to, to have a, a condo or an apartment someplace. And then he goes off to do travel therapy and has to pay rent. So right. we said, you know what? You stay in this bedroom that we got, stay in one of our spare bedrooms and you go to work for six months, get everything good to go. And then, you know, I told him, I, I want him to find a master's program because I want him to get his master's degree. I want him to right. be an actual OT because that annual salary is about 160. And, you know, I want to set things up. You know, we, we, we bought this property of 20 acres with a three acre pond. We built two houses on it and uh, it's a compound. It's, That's right. the and, dream, baby. And, we got That's two more houses. That, yeah, we got two more houses that are going to be built within the next seven years. And it's all about getting all the family here. You know, my home, believe it or not, has two master everything because my mother and my father live in the exact same house with us on the other side. And wow. we share a big, large living, kitchen, dining area. So we love That's, it. that's cool as hell. Well, on yes. that wonderful thought, we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, we'll have some final words with Richard. So stick with us. Hey, you. Yeah, you. We're talking to you, and we need your help. As you probably know, independent journalism is a vital pillar of our democracy. Like everything else, it's not free. We're asking all longtime listeners of the show to help support us by becoming a member on Patreon. For the price of a latte, you can help guard democracy. Join us today at patreon.com slash J-A-T-Q podcast to help us keep bringing you the podcast you love and the facts you deserve. Hi, we are back with former Democratic uh, presidential candidate. You may have known, you may have voted for him. I mean, what the hell, you were in Louisville. I, I know I know. everyone in my family probably was there when you announced, or at least a representative of the Karam clan. Sure. <laughs> Richard Ojeda. And Richard, I, I, I guess, let's take a look forward where do you see uh the country look you've been i mean I, I was fascinated just on the life story part of it and i've known you for a while but the details that you know <laughs> i pick them up when we're on shows together but the, to put it all together what where do you see us being 
five, 10 years from now, where would you, where would you like to see the United States? As you sit on the Ojeda compound in North Carolina with the grandchildren and your sons and daughters, and you're enjoying life, where do you see the world in, in the U.S.? Well, I, I think we're going to be doing pretty well. I really do. I believe that when you look at the successes of Joe Biden, I believe that Joe Biden is going to win this next term, and we're going to give him another four years. I think that he's going to reduce the deficit. Uh, he's almost at $3 trillion right now. Uh, he's created more jobs. He's doing amazing things. I believe that he's going to do his uh, two terms. And then I believe that Gavin Newsom is going to come out and and he's going to take it another eight years. Spoken like a true Democratic warrior. <laughs> hey, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm impressed. Where do you I, see you know, that, that, that? What I'm interested in, though, is where do you see? Look, I, I'm just in my lifetime. It began kind of with Barry Goldwater, Richard Nixon. Uh, the stain of Richard Nixon we're feeling to this day in the Republican Party and the stain of Ronald Reagan. And I'm sorry, that's just I've 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 never liked either one of those two. And yeah. Ronald Reagan, I think, was a bigger problem because he was actually more successful than Nixon and convinced a great many people that he was the second coming of Jesus Christ. And yeah. of course, he couldn't get elected today in the in the GOP. That's how far gone they are. Yep. But where do you, after all that progression in my lifetime of what's happened to the Republican Party, where do you, you're far more involved in politics than I am, where do you see the GOP, and in, in you've lived among many more of them than I have, where do you see the GOP in five or ten years? I think the GOP, if they do not take their party back, I believe that if they continue going down this path with Trump, I think it's going to hurt them. I think there's, I believe that there's a lot of Republicans in Washington. Hurt them in what, what way? I mean, it's already hurting all of us, but right. what, what do you mean specifically when you say hurt? I, 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 there's going to come a time when these people that are out here promoting Donald Trump, there's going to come a time when you're not going to be able to do that anymore because yeah. Donald Trump is going to be exposed. Donald Trump is going to go down and the evidence is now going to start pouring in. You know, they had no idea that they could ever get Sidney Powell and Kenneth Chesbrough to plead guilty and turn state's evidence. And that's what's happening. You know, right now, everybody that is in this circle is going to do everything in their power to try to get a plea deal. And I believe that that's going to create enough that's going to wake enough, a lot of people up in this country. Once people see the evidence, once they're forced to see the evidence, I think that they're going to start waking up. But I really believe that the Democratic Party is without a doubt, you know, the, the best path for us to be on right now. And you I bring think up an interesting point, though. You you say if they seeing is believing it was the Nixon, it was during the Watergate hearings where even those who were convinced that Richard Nixon was the second coming of Jesus had uh, finally had to abandon him when they saw it on the live screen. It was. Yeah, live. but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. They abandoned him because the news media actually showed the facts. Yeah, they, ra they ran it. Yeah, we they well, just the ran those hearings we, live. Well, and, the problem that we have in in this country right now is we have a significant uh, uh, you know group of people that they won't watch anything but Fox, and it's messed up. Fox just got sued for seven hundred and eighty seven million dollars, and Sean Hannity still spewing they, his garbage. They Sean settled Hannity's, for that yeah, much. Sean yeah. Hannity's still spewing the same garbage. I mean, you know, and and oh by the way, Systematic is saying that they're not going to take a penny less than seven eighty seven. So, so that, you know. That begs the question, if you believe that, 
would you favor, you know, right now, NBC and uh, Ted Boutros, my former attorney who filed and, you know, allowed me to keep my uh, press pass after Donald Trump tried to take it, and we beat him in court three times. He's filed a, a motion in court that when Donald Trump is on trial in federal court in Washington, D.C., that that should be televised. Do you believe that um, a live camera in the courtroom would be a good thing when Donald Trump's on trial? Yes, I think it would be a great thing because once again, let's look at these court cases. They're not going in his favor. I mean, we just sit and watch and Sidney Powell plead guilty. We watch Kenneth Chesbrook, and they're just the first two. You know, all the low-hanging fruit's going to plead. You know, and, and that's the thing. I was hoping that those were the ones that were going to get the guilty or were going to get the, the plea deals, and we were going to watch Sidney Powell. You know, I wanted to see her have to fight naked in the shower, you know, and, and get her ass whipped. I'm not that attracted to her. Yeah, I don't okay. want to see it. I don't want to see the fight. I just want to know that she had to fight naked okay. in the shower. I don't want to see it. But, but you yeah, know. But there's a mental image, Richard, I really didn't need. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah that's rough. That's rough. But, I, you know, I, I believe that if they do that and, and, the, and, and they need to and show the facts, I think that more people are going to open their eyes. We know that there is a group of people that there's nothing that we can do. They're going to be Trump, Trump, because they're racist. You know, they listen, to, you know, they take their their uh, advice from Kid Rock. So, you know, those are those people. But there's not, not even a good people. musician, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, it's like this. It's, you know, when Donald Trump is no longer the uh, flavor of the month, I'm going to tell you, these people are going to go back to the way they were before. They never voted before. I had a I had a place called Rossmore. That's Virginia. interesting. Do you think they'll vote this time in 2024? If Donald Trump is removed from the ballot, which I hope and I think that they absolutely should do and will do, they're not going to get up and go vote. You know, let me tell you something. Some of them ain't going to vote anyway because they don't vote. But I'm going to tell you that we had a place where I was from in Logan, West Virginia, called Rossmore, and it had 88 registered voters. And before Donald Trump, you would get one who would get out of their bed and walk down to the Monoville grade school and cast their vote. One out of the 88 people. I used to always say they deserve to have their sewer running through their damn sinks, you know, but then all of a sudden Donald Trump come out. He talks like us. Now, 88 people get in line and they go and they, they cast their vote. But if Donald Trump is not there, they're not going to go. They're not going to go. There's another, another mental image I didn't need. 88 people lining up to vote for Donald Trump with sewage problems. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you make an interesting point. And this this I, I, I do want to just explore for a second. One of the biggest problems in this country, of course, is gerrymandered districts. But the bigger problem is we in this country believe that a good voter turnout is 50%. If we get 50% yeah. of the people that turn out, and I remind everyone if that's the case, then merely a quarter of the registered voters are deciding it's a minority deciding for the majority it's 25 percent plus one majority votes in, in a race where there's only 50 percent voter turnout that's a pretty scary thing and there are a good number 70 million of them by last election which makes you understand that there are millions of them everywhere that these people do vote uh in a block so yeah. that's what concerns me is the fact that how much how many people don't vote is but that that's a big how, issue how do you that's, how do you fix that issue well that's that's what we're doing right now Brian you know it's about trying to reach as many people as possible and convince them how important it is for them to vote 
You know, I'll tell you right now, I don't give a shit. If you're a Republican, you can sleep in. But if you're a Democrat, make no mistake about it. I need you to get up. I need you to participate in this. You know, the days of just getting up and walking to the polling station and, and hitting the lever and walking out are over. You got to get involved. You got to be willing to make phone calls. You got to be willing to donate money to candidates. You got to be willing to knock on doors. You got to make sure that on election day, if you got a car and it's a four seater, when you turn that thing on to go to the go to the, the polling station, you need to make sure that all the seats are filled with voters that are going to support the Democrat candidates. And that's exactly what needs to happen. And I believe that we're going to see a lot of Republicans dropping off because, once again, if Donald Trump's not the guy or if enough evidence surfaces that actually shows the, crim the, the criminal that he really is, uh, you know, I hope it tells people, yeah, we don't want to vote for this guy anymore. You know, if you look in, 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 in Congress right now, there's a lot of Republicans that are worried about their seats because right now they don't know. They're like, if I support Trump, that could hurt me now, and it really could come back and bite him in the ass. They're well, they have bigger problems than that. They can't pick a speaker, and that's one of the yeah. biggest reasons why people are yeah. going to be voting them out of office, too. But that is a Donald Trump problem. Yeah. Donald Trump is pulling the levers that put Jim yeah. Jordan there, and now they're finding out that, guess what? You're you're right. People aren't supporting him like they were. Right, and, and understand— yeah, understand that if, if, if Congress is now starting to you know put up a front— then it's happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere. I think people just get tired of what, I mean, after a while, you know, it's a rerun and you can I'm only send this rerun three or four times before you go, yeah, I've seen it. I want yeah, to see something I'm, new. I'm, I'm tired of the circus. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that I can honestly say that I never had to serve under Donald Trump. You know, well, the as, fact as, that as you recognize what Donald Trump is, I, 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 the disconnect I can't understand. And you grew up in the South. I grew up in the South. I don't understand the disconnect that you can't see a grifter when he's coming. I mean, if you don't understand who the mark is, you're the mark. And that, I mean, we can all be fooled. I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm above well, that or you're above that. But this particular grift, you saw it coming. Yes, but but watch this. Look look at all of the Republicans. How did the Republicans get the majority? Because they campaigned on fixing all these problems that they said were the Democrats' fault. They haven't even pushed and passed a single bill. They've now been, and they have that responsibility. You are the majority. It's your job to pick a speaker. And oh, by the way, the Democrats did not vote with Matt Gates. They just had no reason to vote for Kevin McCarthy because he was a liar and he lied to everything that he said to them. So that's where wow. it's at. And now, now they don't want to. They don't need to help Jim Jordan. Piss on Jim Jordan, you know. And that's where it's at. But I think he I, gets you know, his thrills that way. But uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you know, my thing is, is that as long as 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 people are out there doing everything in their power to educate as many people as possible, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to pull this off. I think that Donald Trump is going to become, you know, a joke, and 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 he will be remembered in history for hundreds of years as, you know, the newest Benedict Arnold. I think that the crimes that he's facing, it bothers me that the judge in Florida seems to be on his side because as a person that held the top secret security clearance, which I did, it sickens me because the things that he has actually had and that has allowed people to see would put any normal person in prison. Why is he still walking? I want him in prison. I want to see him in handcuffs, you know, and that classified document should send him to prison for life. But he's got Eileen Cannon, who's doing everything in her power to try to help him out. But you know what? George is going to bust his ass. 
and DC is yeah. going to bust his ass. And yeah. he's going to, you know, I think and New York people, already busted his. See, that's the big. I he might keep. I don't know how long he keeps the uh, keeps it wrapped up, you know, or, or stays in court on on the criminal charges. But they already have a summary judgment in New York, exactly, in a civil trial, and he could lose everything all of yeah, his money yeah. in new york 250 million dollars was what they said yeah. but now that they got all this evidence that's come in i mean it could be upwards to three billion dollars i mean that's how high he raised his you know his, his yeah. wealth level well brother brown I, I hate to cut this short but i got a i got a guy at 715 well we were just about done <laughs> so, awesome. so you, you gotta let me do my outro <laughs> listen it's a pleasure having you with us richard I, it was fascinating uh talking with you about it and would love to have you back and I, I i just loved hearing the stories but more importantly the insight so listen thanks uh for joining us the name of the show is just ask the question richard you got anything you want to plug uh turn left pack.org uh, that is uh, my pack, and we're going to be uh, putting billboards up in all the areas where Lauren Bobert is running and Ted Cruz, and we're going to be a thorn in people's sides. And I go live every night at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time on Facebook and YouTube, and that's on Ojeda Live. And the name of this is called Just Ask a Question. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. The name of the book is called Free the Press, and of course, you can catch me every Thursday or more often even in Salon.com. I'm Brian Karam for Richard Ojeda and me. I want to thank you for joining us. It's Just Ask a Question. We'll catch you next time.